This episode is sponsored by Whale Poo. And then there's you. <laughs> Welcome back to the Bargain Bin Movie Podcast, where I'm your host, Susan. My mutiny was taken over for a weekend because I happened to be out of town. <laughs> uh-huh. But I am back. And oh, do I have stories to tell. <laughs> Very true. With me today is Gabriel. How oh, are you today? I'm right. I'm not supposed to talk before my intro. That's one of the new rules. Hi, I'm doing great. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm blessed. Good, good. So, well, you have to start this. So I'm, I'm not gonna get it. I'm not gonna get the ball rolling because this is your job now. <laughs> okay. How was your week? <laughs> uh, my week was very up and down. Um, that sounds sad. Yeah, because I, on the upside, I had a dog sitting job. On the downside, I was it a cute dog. It was a cute dog, and it w- um, <clears throat> was it a soft dog? Despite the name Rascal, yeah, very pretty <laughs> soft. Yeah, his name was Rascal. Um, very well behaved. About the worst thing he would do is like try to sit up with you, but he's only he's like a puppy sized dog, even though he's like uh-huh. full size. It's really weird. Like he legitimately looks like a lab puppy, but That's he's going to be that size forever. And it's it's pretty. That sounds good. like the perfect dog. Yeah, but like not, <clears throat> not like a not like a newborn kind of in the middle somewhere like mm-hmm. a t- teenager. I don't know. Um, and okay, so that was the that was a good part. The puppy's great, house is great, guy's pretty laid back. It's good, and it's only like two days, right? But uh, it's in a new part of town that I've never been to, and I left my phone at work. Dun dun dun. Yeah, the first day, and so it was really difficult trying to get back and then it was i got so lost trying to get to work like so lost like when you were close to work or when you were as soon as i left the driveway i went the wrong way oh okay i was gonna say in the neighborhood that you were unfamiliar uh-huh. with. okay yeah that makes more sense i stopped for directions and the lady was like yeah just go you know down this road and catch the freeway and you'll you'll know where you are i was like Thank you. She's like, have a good day. I'm like, I hope so. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I eventually found my way to work and it was, it was fine. But that was an ordeal. And then- You didn't like look up directions before you left the I house did. or anything? I did. But I was like, oh yeah, I remember this, that, and the other thing. And I and I can get back to the freeway. But like I said, I went immediately went the wrong way. I did not oh. know where I was going. I thought I did. Oh, okay. Yeah. And got really lost. And then, uh, yeah, just more things for people to- make fun of it millennials yeah Mm -hmm. and me at work (laughs) (laughs) why'd you tell them they didn't have to know well yeah um that was your fault no well because i didn't make it on time to work that's why oh okay you were late yes i was late understand so yeah that that, you know uh, what was i gonna do lie to them don't get your homework man yeah Mm -hmm. but uh and then oh and then i forgot apparently in all of this mayhem, I ended up sleeping in the wrong room, um, which is kind of a no-no. Yeah. So we'll see if that guy ever uh, <laughs> lets me sit his dog again. <sighs> Complete disaster. Wow. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think my week was fine. Last That's week, good. I got a new computer. Yay! And that is great. I it was- has this neon... Well, it's not quite neon. Well, it's it's kind of like neon, dark right. green. It's a pretty green, though. It's the like the really keyboard, keyboard green. lights up. It's pretty cool. 
light and the keys. It's so it's very nice. Cool. It's very very cool. Didn't even know that was a feature until I was telling Chris about it, and he Keep like I sent him the link. The computer that he has been using up until this point literally is following <laughs> falling apart. Uh, it was missing multiple pieces, including the SD card slide. I oh, am, no, that was broken. That it was wasn't just missing it, mm-hmm. but it was broken. It might have been missing. His it might have just not been there. His CD-ROM section that was gone. Mm-hmm. No way to be found. Gone. Yep, it's falling. It was literally, it was literally falling apart. Whenever you yeah, opened yeah, it, the it's just the speaker bad. tried to like pop out. So anyway, this was a much needed piece of equipment. Oh, absolutely. Every time I would do anything to uh, some audio in Audacity, it would like try to freeze the program and almost crash every single time. Right. So please support this podcast at patreon.com slash Gabe in the Box <laughs> to help cover all of the equipment changes that have recently been made. Yeah. And um, Dennis, I don't know if you still listen, but we need to talk about audio. And we need to talk about a lot, actually. That's probably the last thing that we need to talk about because my, my buddy Dennis is getting married, so we really need to talk about his oh, whole yeah, relationship that has happened while I was gone. But um, Congratulations, Dennis. Congratulations, Dennis. I'm really excited for you. I am clearing my schedule. Um, yeah. But I'm. I feel like I'm still messing up the audio, even though I'm like I'm gifting myself the the best, the best of the best uh-huh. in equipment and right. But like the the recordings are basically like raw recordings, and I feel like they could be better if I knew what I was doing better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. What? How was your week? I feel like you had this, a very eventful week. Uh, I had a very eventful week weekend and week last. This week was just pretty much work. But Wednesday of last week, my sister and I drove to Nashville mm. and played a lot of games, board games with friends, Yes, which I really, really enjoyed. I heard about all of them yesterday. They, they all sounded really fun. They were very fun. Um, and then the reason we went down to Nashville was because Colony House... Mm-hmm. For those of you who do not know who Colony House is, it is the band made up of the two sons of the great Stephen Curtis Chapman. <laughs> uh, the great. No one in history will ever win as many double wars as him. I think it's literally impossible. Mm-hmm. He still wins them. Right. He's got like 54. I think he's even had won a Grammy before. Before? How, he like wins one to five every year? Mm-hmm. That's that crazy. Yeah. And I saw a few of them a couple years ago. Yeah. No, but it, it's insane. Oh, yeah, that Stephen Curtis Chapman event. That you yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we went to see Colony House. Their third album released last Friday. Yep. And they were doing things. a crazy album release show. And when I say crazy, I mean they were playing three shows. Four um, shows, really. Don't give away things. <laughs> They were playing three shows. The first show, which we didn't actually get tickets for, even though I was on the second they went on sale, literally the second they were sold out. Um, They played their first album straight through Yep. in a small venue. And then in the next one, an hour later, which with a slightly larger crowd, which we actually got to attend, mm-hmm. they played their second album, mm-hmm. which is the one I'm most familiar with. But the first album is my sister's favorite, so it was a little bummer that we didn't get to see that one. Anyway, then there was the third show, which was the third album. Right. Um, so we were in the room for the second show. 
we decided to stand far back because we stood by the stairs to be able to immediately run to the third show and so we could be in the front for the third show. Were they all in like separate rooms? Yes. Okay. The first concert was in the up top level. Mm-hmm. Um and which is a small venue. Right. And then the next one was in the middle level mm-hmm. and, and then the, the last one was, was in like the basement. In the basement. Right. And the basement holds a thousand. Wow. So and it was a sold out all three shows were sold out. Right. Easy. So we stood by the stairs and my favorite way to describe this, which I've never experienced before <laughs> in my life. Um, if any of you have seen 101 Dalmatians, particularly the cartoon version, mm-hmm. there's a scene where the puppies are jumping out of a barn, a little step, and tromping through the snow mm-hmm. to get away from Cruella. And it's just like a sea of puppies, and they just are all like doing the same exact thing, going over this little hump. And oh, in the snow, over that like log, over the little log, right? Uh, or the okay. little step mm-hmm. or whatever. And it's just a sea, and they're all doing this little lip jump uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. And when the last song of the second show, which is our first show I was attending, started, it was like everyone just started to fall down the stairs, like <laughs> run down the stairs. It was like that cartoon. Right. It was, I've never experienced anything like it. And we stood by the stairs in particular for that whole concert so that we could be the first ones. So we were like 10th in line to get into the- The last show. The final show, yes. And so you you like barricaded the Yes, we got to be barricaded for the last show. We were in front of Will, who is the drummer, Mm. Will Chapman, Mm -hmm. Will Franklin Chapman. Um, Caleb is the lead singer, Caleb Chapman. He is also a Chapman. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. And then there's Scotty who plays guitar, and I can never remember the other guy's name. Mm-hmm. Who plays bass, and that's Colony House. There's four of them. They're all best friends. They played their show. It was epic. I was ready to pass out. I literally <laughs> thought I was going to pass out a couple of times oh, because we had to get into the show. We stood outside in 40 degree weather for three hours. Right. So after this third show, quote unquote. Mm-hmm was over, all of a sudden, the assistants to the band come onto the stage and tape down, what is it called, a show list? Set list. Set list, I Mm -hmm. was like, that's not right, but set lists to the stage, and we're like, what is going on? And they came back out. They were, uh, I think they had played 40 songs live that night up to that point. Right. And Caleb is saying, we're gonna play some favorites for you guys that some of you missed because it was such a smaller venue for the other two shows. Mm -hmm. And Will, who we were standing in front of, holds his hand up and makes a (laughs) (laughs) 5-0 sign with his hand. And they're like, we're going to 50. And I was standing there going, please no. (laughs) Because I was so done. I just want to go home. I'm Uh, so tired. But it was actually a very... Very cool experience. If the fog machine wouldn't have been running, I would have enjoyed myself better because it tends to give me a headache and my headache was pretty bad. Right, yeah. But it was unlike anything I've ever experienced when it comes to a concert and they were so fueled by the crowd. Right, because they're um, so into it. It And it was just so great for them. Like he explained uh, during the second concert that when they... They had this idea a long time ago, and when they decided they were releasing their third album, they're like, this is the perfect time to do a three-show thing. And they're like, we just 
the day we were putting the tickets up, we were telling ourselves, you know, we're probably going to have to work really hard to sell this out <laughs> or sell any tickets at all. And they're like, but we're just not going to give up. And if it's up to the last day and we're selling tickets, we're like, we're just going to do it anyway. Wow. It doesn't matter how many people show up. Wow. Their mom texts them 15 minutes after the link is supposed to go live to buy tickets. And she's like, it's not working. The link is broken. Hmm. And they're like, oh, man, that's just our luck. The link, we're trying to sell these tickets. We want them to go, <laughs> and the link isn't working. So we're calling our manager and whatever, and he goes, guys, it isn't broken. It's sold out. Wow. And they're like, you're kidding, right? What? Like, yeah. <laughs> so um, like I said, it was the when the tickets went on public sale, they were sold out in a second. Jeez. And when the tickets went on sale, even for the private, it was less than 15 minutes. So That is insane. Yeah. I love it when they completely underestimate their like fans or their reach or whatever. Like they're like, ah, nobody's gonna want this, and then boom, sell, sold out immediately. Sold out immediately, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it was very interesting. That's really very cool. cool. So you didn't pass out though. I did not. I wow. there were two times where I literally had to talk myself out of it, like Jeez. in my head. I oh, that like, works for you. I just have to breathe really hard. <laughs> no, if I breathe hard, that makes me more lightheaded usually, uh, like hyperventilate type mm -hmm. thing. But um. I was like, okay, you can do this. Just hold on to the wall because we were at the barricade. So that really did save my life gotcha. <laughs> multiple times through the evening. Right. Um, but I was being pushed against on my left-hand side the entire evening <sighs> by the other person next to me. So wow. that was not from my party. Right. But I did push them like quite a ways <laughs> down back, yeah. the barricade <laughs> at one point anyway. So <laughs> it worked nice. in my favor. Um Right, it gave you permission to to push to push them back, mm -hmm. yes, and be like, "I'm not moving." Yeah. So, too bad for you. Too bad, so sad. Uh huh. So that was quite the experience, and then we drove home on Sunday. Um, I'm I'm curious what what possessed you to go on this excursion because you're not the bit. You literally have a shirt that you 100% stand by. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that says Colony House is okay. Pretty good. It's pretty good. Colony House is pretty Colony good. House that's is pretty good. Says. And that's how that's what you think of Colony House. But you drove. It's truly what I think of Colony House. Now, Colony House sold that shirt. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have it special. Yeah, it's, it's right an inside here. joke. But also, you're just like, yeah, this is me. Yeah, that's totally me. Right. And I wore it to the concert, actually. Right. <laughs> but you drove to Nashville, like, took days off of work, like, barricaded the second show and whatever. Through a like, headache and 40 degree mm -hmm. weather and right. eight hours of standing stood, straight in heels. Yeah. Yeah. Stood in heels in the cold for three hours. And then, yeah. Eight. Well, I mean, literally, except for one restroom break, there was no sitting for eight hours. Jeez. Yeah. I didn't even bend my knees. And you said you didn't even eat, really. No, didn't eat. Didn't, didn't eat drink. for the eight hours. At all. It's crazy. Not, not anything. Yeah. I would have passed out. <laughs> that was close. A couple times. Yeah. Um, so what possessed you to do this, uh, Susan? Who doesn't like going outside? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind going to see friends in Nashville. Right, and of course. I don't dislike Colony House. I've seen them a couple times, and they're my sister's favorite band. And our friend from Canada also went, so it was just one of those things. Like it wasn't that expensive, mm -hmm. and why wouldn't I want to go to Nashville and hang out? And it of was course. just it was probably my least favorite part of the weekend. <laughs> right. But it was like the reason for the really whole thing. But it was still really good. Right. Like, if I'd have felt good, it would have been really good. Oh, absolutely. That was the problem, really. I just didn't feel good. Gotcha. So, um, but yeah, it, but that's it why. Just, it just sounds like a lot of commitment for going to yeah. It wasn't a lot of money commitment, good. so that's why. Okay. That makes sense. Yes, because we got free lodging when we go down there. 
because right. we have friends. Right. Um. So yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And I did have a couple of days off that I could take. So okay. Yeah, I didn't quite know. Like you, you said recently that you actually get like paid time off. Whereas I, is that true? Yeah, I mean, have you always gotten paid time off? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm this year. I will finally earn the full. Yeah, you like you get three weeks of mm-hmm. paid time off or whatever. Right. That's awesome. If I take more than that, my boss doesn't dock me. Right, but it just like I still get health get insurance and everything, but it's like a special circumstance. Right, and right. I just, but I always thought that you didn't get paid for it, and I was like, wow. If I take more than what I'm allotted, then I don't get paid. Right. Which okay. I have definitely done in the past. Then, okay. Okay. Now it all makes sense. Yeah. That's very cool. Though. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So did was uh, I mean, not that that was not enough, but <laughs> was that uh, pretty much your two weeks? Oh, uh, that was pretty much it. I think uh, we had the quickest drive down and the quickest drive back we have ever had. No yeah. construction, no traffic, no anything bad. I don't know what they did. While but, we were yeah. there, unfortunately, we had the worst <laughs> luck getting lost multiple times and hitting Nashi traffic mm-hmm. multiple times, which well, was we usually avoid pretty decently, but not this last time. Great. There were a lot of detours going on actually in Nashville, so it really messed us up. And right. our GPS sucks. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Um, Like literally the lady says, take a right in 0.2 miles and she means to go left. Yeah, the... Like, it's the screen is saying is the like showing you, you to turn one way, but yeah, and the then... person actually says the opposite. So it's 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 bad. <laughs> the voice doesn't know her right from her left. Hopefully that is going to change soon. We will find out. Yeah. Very exciting. Yes. So that was pretty. That was pretty much the exciting. Oh, there was one other thing, wasn't there? No. Oh, uh huh. I forgot. Uh huh. <laughs> so while I was in Nashville, <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to say something. A beloved friend of mine. <laughs> Decided to take it upon himself to set up a Match.com profile for me. Oh, and this wasn't me, by the way. Like, this yeah, was Gabe in was Nashville. I wasn't there. Right, he was not there. Uh-uh. Um, And when I got home, someone in my life paid mm-hmm. for said profile for a full premium membership of six months. Right. So... Does Match have that, like, um, if you don't find somebody in six months, then they'll just keep... You know, you get another six months. Not for free. Okay, cause that'd be awesome. Catholic Catholic match has that. Interesting. <laughs> They're just trying to get people on their app. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause when I think the that app's only like uh, two years old or something, and when I first heard about, there's literally like ten people on there. Now you know, girls, what you need to do to go get on Catholic Catholic match to find you. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's really not that difficult to find me. I'm, uh, I'm everywhere. It's uh, we don't talk about that, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'm like not even two weeks in to this Match.com thing, mm-hmm. and there's very little to report so far. Well, eh, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you've gotten messages, but none. Oh, I've of gotten the, messages. I've gotten some messages. Some very long messages. I've got some very long ones. I've also got "Hey cutie," <laughs> like yeah. three different times. <laughs> From like a forty-five year old. You are very pretty. Great, thanks. Thank you. Bye, bye. Mm -hmm. Now what? That was a. That was a. That's not. That's like cat calling. That's not even a conversation starter. There was quite a few. Quite a few of those. I keep getting them. It's been very interesting for me because she lets me like you know she's like hey look at this yeah yeah yeah. so I'm like oh good well this is 
I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that on the other side of the 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 glass here it it still looks it looks the way that I that I expected it to. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's not like a hundred guys that are like supermodels all doing uh, sending oh, incredible yeah, definitely not sending incredible messages to everybody. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you know because I'm always like why <laughs> why doesn't anybody ever respond? Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of have a little entourage that's following my whole Match.com story mm-hmm. um, between work and some friends and family. Mm-hmm. So it's been very entertaining. <laughs> it wasn't my idea. Okay? <laughs> no, it Let's wasn't. be clear. This was not my idea. No. So, but I am not. You're not being held I'm, at gunpoint either. No, I was going to say, I'm not treating it lightly either. Oh, oh, I am oh. actually I'm not wasting someone's money. For the premium, I'm actually like you know entertaining the idea. I'm not right. You're just waiting I'm for not somebody just like, who's under. This is 40. ridiculous. I'm never gonna look at this or right. whatever. You're just waiting for somebody who's under forty that has hair and you know whatever and, and sends a nice message. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because that hasn't been the case so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a, it's been an interesting journey. So. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm so, I'm excited for you. This is this thanks. is very <laughs> this is very good. Quite a few people are. I hope they're not all disappointed when it's well, all said and done in six months. You know, when uh whenever you were like, nah, this guy, nah. I'm I'm agreeing with you. So it's not like I'm not putting a whole not lot of everyone has agreed with me right. on all fronts. So it's been very I've learned how particular I am. Mm-hmm. I've learned how unique I am. Mm-hmm. Um I have learned how I like to communicate. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's definitely been a learning experience not <laughs> not necessarily a negative one or a positive one at this point we'll find out right yeah, yeah yeah and i think like i'm not putting a whole lot of stock into it but i i am glad that you are venturing out yes. you know what i mean yes it's good it's very good so now you're all caught <laughs> up on the love life of susan <laughs> uh do you get like a custom can you get? Do you get a custom URL when you? You know what? That's not. It. That's not. You, we'll we'll no. just. <laughs> I don't believe so. I, I don't know what it is. If, like whatever. It just hit me. Like we could actually like share your profile. It'd be it'd be funny. I don't. You're. Oh, you. Because there's other ones you that can like you view can view people's profile if you have a free account. You just can't message them. Right. Unless and you can't you see the, who viewed you and you yeah, can't, you can't see can't who like you. Squat with it. You can just you, set up a profile and, and like so the package that i got is premium membership mm-hmm. there's free membership or premium membership right and membership the, is you can view everything but you can't message right so the premium membership is the premium, only reason which i can do anything pretty it's, much it's the only way i that. might have limited amount of certain things that i can do but i can all the features i have access to and so. right Th- that's the only reason to even use the thing if you have premium really and and then there's a step above that where like people with a free account you can pay so that people with a free account can message you back, I think, which is like so much. Right. I can do that. I think with my premium, I can send one to guarantee somebody replies me. But we for think you free. have to pay. I don't think I have to pay extra, oh, wow. at least for a limited amount of times. Oh, sure. Okay. Interesting. Well, this has been uh, Match.com. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if you have Match.com questions, tweet, tweet the bargain bin. Yeah, there you go. We're, we're, the, new, we're the new helpline. It's going to be great. Um, no, I just thought it'd be really funny if we like shared, you're just like, yeah, where can you find, where can we find you, Susan, on match.com and Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, please no. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. 
So did you want to talk about the this um, quote unquote movie that we just watched? Quote unquote movie. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad it was for yeah, you, it was huh? Pretty, it's pretty bad. So this week we watched a movie for today's episode and decided <laughs> that we didn't like it well enough to do a full episode on it. So what are we doing instead? Uh, so we're taking the format of one of my new favorite podcasts called Suggestible. It's the same guy who does the Weekly Planet, and he does it with his wife, and they suggest things to each other. And so we're each going to talk about a movie that we liked and sometimes the other person liked it and sometimes they didn't. But uh, we're going to basically pitch movies to each other. And we've got six because the rule of three. So here we go. Do you want to go first? I'd prefer you go first because I'm not 100% sure how you want to do it. uh, (laughs) Okay. All right. Now let me see. What did I... Did I I say... Make sure you get the right one. I know. Let me get the right movie okay so lion king this is yeah i actually kind of wanted to go first for this because uh we've talked about the lion king before and uh i loved it so much that i loved this movie so much that the i even liked the remake like i give it i give the remake a pass because it reminds me of a movie i love so much yeah and it doesn't like really we did a whole episode on it. There's the there, there's listen that. Go to it if you yeah, care. It's great. But um the the music is is great. I love the music. There's there's a, a ton of good quotes from it. I think it's hilarious. Timon and Pumbaa are absolute comedy gold. <laughs> um the probably the only thing that I don't like about it is the song in the middle, the the love song. I have a friend you love to eat. Oh, can you feel the love tonight? Uh-huh. What did you what did you say? I thought you were talking about the drag. No, the drag song. The drag song is is funny. Well, you were talking about Timon and Pumbaa, and then you said that, so it threw me off for a sec. Right. Sorry. (laughs) Yes, can you feel the love tonight? Sex scene, not good. (laughs) It's not a sex scene. (laughs) It is. No. The public agrees with me. It is not. No, I think it was like 60-40, and there were like 10 people that. (laughs) Like I said. Uh, So sad. I'm supposed to be the naive one here. Uh Uh-huh. Well, also, that's not how lion sex works so it's just it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> i feel like we didn't talk about that much but uh and we're talking about it more here um just yeah. like all animals are dogs even though they're not dogs in disney movies it's not how that works either but all the animals are dogs there's always oh, they a all dog-like like dogs. character yeah sure mm-hmm. so Look, I'm allowed to think that it's not a sex scene. Stop making me, (laughs) stop trying to convince me it's a sex scene. I will not have this. (laughs) Um, I always quote the part right before, can you feel the love to, or yeah, and at the end, uh, and I just like go around singing it to myself. It's great. Um, Yeah, it's amazing. I love that movie. Everybody loves it. There you go. What did you think of Lion King? I enjoyed Lion King. I wouldn't have as a kid. I understand why my parents didn't. Let me watch it. It would have scared me. Okay. Um, yeah, Scar, it wasn't, Scar's scary. Lion King was not the cinematic the masterpiece that everyone seems to deem mm-hmm. it. Um, it was. It was. It was okay movie for me. That's. I mean, it's a lot of people's favorites. <laughs> I don't understand that, but it wasn't awful either. It was. Did it was a it decent was, movie. Did you think it was funny? I think I like enjoyed. The humor. I don't laugh out loud when I watch things like hardly ever. Mm-hmm. I don't remember laughing out loud, but that's really hard to get me to do anyway. So, but I, I mean, I thought it was entertaining. And I forget if you like the singing or not. No, the songs were way bummer. Wow. Everyone's like, 
the music in Lion King is best. And then when Frozen came out, I was like, the first movie since Lion King to have good music. (laughs) Well, that tells you anything. Wow. Um, it was. I mean, it was fine. Mm -hmm. It was nothing special. Like I didn't want to sing the songs after. Oh man, I still want to do a be prepared like uh cover, but I just uh, like that's the one with the guy that died or something. Hmm. Oh no, no, yeah, yeah, no. Halfway through the song, he like blew out his voice, and somebody else had to. Jim Cummings had to finish the song for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jeremy Irons. It's great. Like, I knew there was some story with the the guy and <laughs> his voice. <laughs> Thick or, as you are, pay attention. You know, my words are a matter of pride. Yeah. Anyway, uh, your movie. What's your What's your first one? My first one is The Great Mouse Detective. Mm-hmm. Uh, is a play off of Sherlock Holmes. Hmm. I was going to say, I bet you couldn't have guessed that, but I, I guess actually not. <laughs> if you've ever seen the cover, he's dressed up as Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes. And then his friend's name is Watson. It's literally just Watson. Yeah, It's Watson. What do they call him? I forget if he, what, uh, his name isn't Sherlock. No, it's not. Does he have a name? Seti. Oh, it's not Watson. It's Dawson. Oh, you're right. Mm-hmm. Because That's interesting. Because I feel like they could have just used. It, I think it was something similar. I don't think it was. I can't remember. Sorry, it's I think been a they while. call him the Great Mouse Detective a lot. So, go ahead. I'll I'll look um, it up. A little girl, her dad is taken away by a rat that wants to be referred to as a mouse. Um, he says he's not a rat. The big rat guy. Yeah. The main bad guy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. His name is literally like Rathbone or Ratburn or something like that. I think it's Rathbone. Yeah. I think it's Ratburn. But anyway, um. When we watched it back, I was like, I can't believe I watched this as a kid because it's like, Radigan. It's, a, it's very Radingham. Professor Radigan. Radigan. Okay, mm-hmm. that's right. Um, oh, and the and the good guy is named Basil. Basil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All these names are coming back. Like it's that's such a that's the only man who's ever been uh, the only character mm-hmm. ever named Basil ever. Um, and he's a mouse. Are you a so Basil, Radigan a says he's a mouse, and if you call him a rat. Which one of his little minions does? He got eaten by the cat later because you know. Uh huh. Oh, uh, that's Radigan why Radigan has a pet cat. This is why he's not called uh, Sherlock. Like Sherlock Holmes actually exists in the the Mo- Great Mouse Detective universe. Like they. Oh, live, that's right. Like they under live his under house. It. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're right. I remember that. Um. So this little girl's dad is kidnapped, and she get finds Dawson, who helps her find Basil. Um, and because of tears and whatever, Basil decides that he's actually going to help because he wasn't really interested in helping them find her dad. And I think once he thought that Radigan was the one that had her dad, he was more into it. Mm -hmm. And then they go through this whole thing. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I don't know if hopefully everyone else has this question. If you haven't seen the movie, I still have this question. How... Why does the little girl go to a mouse detective, and why does the mouse? Because she's a mouse. The little girl's a mouse. Yeah. There's a little girl mouse in this movie. Yeah, it's all about mice. There's only mice in the big cat. Oh, see, I'm getting it mixed up with the rescuers. rescuers. I'm yeah, thinking no, we're the... not talking about Penny. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Great. I'm I'm completely lost because I'm mixing up these two movies. Go ahead. Um. So they f- eventually find Radigan, and Radigan was actually planning on them to find him. 
Mm-hmm. And Radigan was just blackmailing her dad into doing something really evil because he's an inventor. The dad or The dad Radigan. was. The little girl's dad. Right, okay. Um, And there was this, what do you call those uh, machines that like the ball drops and it hits a broom and- A Rube Goldberg machine. It was one of those to kill- Basil. And Dawson mm-hmm. and the little girl. Right. Um. So he leaves- once the record finishes playing and the needle of the record gets to a certain point, it was going to start the... Rube Goldberg machine? Yes. Um, and Basil is a genius. Obviously. So as they're sitting there and the record is about to be finished and they're all going to die because mm-hmm. this axe is about to chop them in half. Right. Um, He is like saying all these calculations. He's like, wait, if this is... The Pythagorean theorem multiplied by this and square this root of pi. So he goes, listen, when I say let go of the trigger, because they're tied to a mousetrap, so they're, whole, they're literally their hands are keeping it from mousetrapping them. Uh-huh. Um, he says, when I say, Dawson, to let go of this trap... Let go. Let go. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, ready, Dawson, steady, as the whole, steady. as the whole, the ball's rolling down the thing and the, you know, whatever, all the stuff. And he says, now, and they let go of the thing, which stops the bowling ball from rolling exactly right, which makes the axe fall and cut the rope that they're tied in, which splits apart and they can get out before the big anvil falls right onto the thing. And somehow... The cork to the bottle that has the little girl in it pops off during this. <laughs> That's the only thing that really didn't make sense. Uh huh. And he and the end of the Rube Goldberg machine. The final thing is that it's supposed to take the picture of him splatted to death. Oh yeah. And so mm-hmm. he grabs them all and he just goes, "Smile, everyone." <laughs> and of and they they're s- standing there perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. And, and they it. smile comically and then ching. And then they go and find Radigan. And there's this whole big creepy chase scene with fingernails and it's like the end of shirts. Right, it's like the end of uh, Beauty and the Beast, where they're going to kill each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. actually, <laughs> wonder how much of that was stolen from one or the other. Hmm. Um, Probably, but it's very creepy. The ratting him, Radigan, f- Radigan mm-hmm. fight with Basil. Yes, it's on like a clock tower and. It's it's legit exactly like the the end of Beauty and the Beast where they're fighting and they're in the shadow and the beast is like clawing at him and whatever. Right, except the bad guy's the one that's clawing and it's creepy. Right, okay. <laughs> <And this> is, <laughs> um, it's a little scarier. I guess. So somehow the bad guy dies, the good guys win, and it's another. And I think it's the another dad one is of saved the, and it's all good. I, just, I mean, I think it's, it's another a fun one little of, adventure. Like where, uh, Basil is like the Pythagorean theorem of a blah blah blah, and he like. I'm pretty gets him sure the inventor something. actually rides this floating little thing to save him. Oh, okay, like a hot air balloon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where is um I'm trying to oh but 19- it's it's okay. a fun movie. Uh, it's got a lot of action in it. Mm-hmm. It's a little on the adult side in my opinion because like the one mouse literally gets eaten and they kind of show it from a shadow's point oh, yeah. of view. Mm-hmm. I was like, I never got that as a kid. Yep. But there's another watching one of those. it as an adult, I'm like, another one of those. Whoa, coming this up. movie is something. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's got mystery. You don't know things that are gonna happen, whatever. I mean, I just ruined it for you. Sorry, but um, I I think I think it's worth a watch. It's it's not a super long one either. No, and it is pretty good. Uh, I think it 
it was a mistake to watch Aristocats and Aristocats. That one, that one, maybe too close, close enough to it. But the Rescuers and this, like, too close too together. Too close to each other. Yeah, because they're both about mice and they have a similar style. Uh, the Beauty and the Beast stole from the Mouse Detective. If either of them stole from, because it's, it's newer. Yeah, gotcha. Came out in almost like ten years later, I think. All right. So, what did you think of the Mouse Detective? I liked it. Now that I just refreshed your memory, forgot about most of it. Um, All right. I'm I'm kind of over Sherlock and his kind of stereotype or archetype because there's so many of the genius is a jerk to everyone, but is but nobody can really do anything but about when it. You say something particular, you say the magic word, and he's like, "Oh, I'm all over that because that's what I really wanted to been doing anyway." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 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 nobody really like calls him out on it because he gets results. And mm-hmm. sometimes has a heart. I don't know. I think what's weird about that too is his character, Basil's character, has more of a heart than most of the than like Tony Stark or when he started and uh, Sherlock like ever in the show. But he still was not going to help the girl in the beginning. You know what I mean? Like that seems kind of heartless. Well, he and then, said that they had nothing to go on, and then eventually they produced I forget a hair. Mm-hmm. Or something, something random that yeah. they had, and he tasted something. Like he has this whole chemistry thing, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's just, he's Sherlock Holmes. He's constantly doing tests I mean, he and had stuff. His and own whatever. chemistry set. No, Rube Goldberg machine. Yeah, wow. in the chemistry set department. Like it was another one of those with the way he poured this one thing here, and it just went through all this different stuff, and then one drop poured out, and he like tasted it, and it was oh, it's Radigan or whatever. <laughs> right, right, just. <laughs> Simba? Simba's alive? He's alive! It was exactly like that. It's like, uh, how did you get that from all of that that just happened? Mm-hmm. Does it make any sense? Exactly. Okay. Uh, Indian in the cupboard? Do you want to do that? Um, do you want to do that one next? Sure. Okay. So, Are we doing Indian in the cupboard or did you want to do Shark Tale? No, no, no. Um, Sorry if I... <laughs> yeah, Shark Tale's after that. Okay. So Indian in the cupboard is about this kid who gets a cupboard for his birthday which is like the lamest freaking birthday gift ever ever yeah and uh it's literally and he's so excited about it which is yeah what's really weird about it it's ridiculous he's a boy uh-huh. like if it was a girl it would make more sense yeah maybe like She'd a dollhouse like you could her... make out yeah. of it or something um and his brother even is like oh yeah i went dumpster diving and found that i was like <laughs> how is this okay um and it turns out to be magic or the key is magic that his mom gives him to to lock the thing. And whenever you put something in it, lock, close it, lock it, and then unlock it. When you open it again, that thing has like come to life no matter like what it is. And then when you put it back in. it And do the same thing, lock it, unlock it. It is no, it's, it's plastic again. It's the toy again. again. Yeah. Or whatever. And also like, He's not like so when he brings people to life, like figures that are people, they're actually being pulled through time, it seems like, because they have like whole lives and stuff. It's not like mm-hmm. they're they the the Indian describes where he was before he woke up in this like uh dream as he calls it. And so like there this is it's like a time machine, but you're tiny when you come through it. So it's like it's weird. But um, I don't know. The the kids are kind of dumb. 
but the the they like learn a lesson over over the course of the the movie kind of learn some like responsibility because they're talking to these characters that they pull through i don't know i always liked it they the suspense is good you you feel for the characters when they get hurt and i I think the only flaw is like omri the main main character the only flaw to me is that he's an idiot and uh his friend patrick is a jerk (laughs) and but it's like they're kids he's like smart though but then an idiot like that's the problem with him what he's like a smarter kid because he knows how to do a bunch of stuff gets stuff for the living yeah yeah characters whatever mm -hmm. but then he's really stupid with how he handles certain things right but that can be like you know emotional uh emotional hello maturity and uh being you know being a kid and then just being Mm -hmm. like a smart individual like i i think you can be really like book smart and know how to look up stuff and implement that stuff and then just be completely stupid with other human beings Mm -hmm. so and also i feel like i need to mention the soundtrack the soundtrack for some reason like i really like I really like the soundtrack and it like really lifts the the mood and conveys the right emotions. You'll hear a theme with his three movies as we go along. Wow, you're not wrong. <laughs> I love the music in Lion King and I love the music in this one. I wouldn't say I love it, but it, it's really effective. I wonder which one's next. Hmm. So what did you think of Indian in the Cupboard? Gabe and I actually had a problem <laughs> after we watched this movie because I ha- did not like it so much. Yeah. I... There's this scene where they're watching TV and it's like a war scene or something. Yeah, it's Cowboys versus Like I tried not to even watch it because I didn't like it so much. Like it was one of those scenes that for me made me feel bad, like physically. Mm -hmm. It's a tough scene. It was awful. Yeah. It wasn't a PG scene for me. (laughs) No, no. It Um, really isn't. In... The rest of the movie just was really stupid to me. Like, there was no point to the movie. The lesson they learned was not to bring things to life. I mean, that's kind of how... Like, I didn't feel like they really learned anything. Because the jerk of a friend was just going to be a jerk later. Like, he didn't really learn the lesson there. Hmm. Um, I think they learned to be more responsible and that the uh, that the people that they brought through time needed to go home and live their lives and not, you know, be there with them just because they're right. friends or whatever. I mean, and that's fine, but, like, that doesn't happen in real life, so the lesson's kind of, I don't know, it just didn't seem like a relevant to your life lesson. Oh, well, yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, and I just felt like it was very boring. I mean, it was just, it was just, it was like it a was lot such happened, a yeah. long movie, and it was just like, I don't feel like it's that long. What is the point of this Right. Well, it felt like it was very long if it wasn't long. I thought it was a two-hour movie. You might be right. And I'm trying to type with one hand because I'm holding the microphone in the other hand. And now I'm <laughs> trying to do that and talk, and at, the talk at the same time. So I don't know if it sounds like <laughs> I'm using a speech jammer, uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> I just wrote Indian in the microphone <laughs> into Google. So that was re- that's very helpful. Uh it's an only you just cut all this little gibber jabber. No, out. I'm not going I'm absolutely not going to cut this out. This <laughs> it's ninety eight minutes long. <laughs> oh, okay. It's yeah. not quite as long as I expected, but no, but it I, I do it understand. Just it just seems very, very long. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's this whole part with the rat that's exciting. That wasn't exciting. You didn't like the part with the rat where he had It was to- so predictable. 
Okay. I knew exactly what was co- like. There was no surprise. Right. It was so boring, like so long and drawn out. Everything like there was no surprises, and it didn't make me laugh. I'm not surprised that you weren't surprised, but I, mean, I knew when it was going to pop up. I knew it was going to get out. I knew it right. was going to, you know. But as a kid, I didn't predict it. So right, it, like a kid nostalgia movie. Yeah, and it I never got there. That, like if you grew up with it, I definitely wouldn't watch it as a kid though. Right. Like I said, I didn't even want to watch it as an adult. <laughs> nope. Scary, magic, boring. Yes. But for me, it's it's very, I liked, I say it was magical instead of it being, you know, having a bad connotation of like witchcraft or something. It was like, it was. it's a very it's magical like imagine- movie. Yeah. Even. Right. Exactly. Very imagination See, And that's probably another reason that it really clicked for me as a kid because my, <laughs> I loved playing with toys and creating like all this like scenarios for them and like that was like all I did especially at the time that I watched this movie so it was just a mm-hmm. huge like imagination thing and it's like the the and the toys coming to life and having their own like the the kid makes the the Indian a teepee and sends him out hunting in the grass outside right. like sets loose a, a little deer for him to hunt it's 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 incredible mm-hmm. I just I, I love that so there you go. There you go. Indian in the cupboard. Indian in the cupboard. I liked it. Susan hated it. <laughs> and uh, I believe we have uh, the other side of the coin for you. Shark Tale. <laughs> uh, spoiler, this was the movie that we were going to do a whole episode on and then ended up in this situation. This is where the sponsors came from. Mm-hmm. Um, growing up, I liked Shark Tale. It came out around the time Finding Nemo was really popular. And so. What a huge mistake. What a huge mistake. Yeah, it wasn't mistake. smart really on their part, which I think is part of the reason it did so badly. Uh-huh. Um, it doesn't matter. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't, I am not a fan of Finding Nemo, not because it's not a good story, because I believe the story is actually good, um, but because I don't like underwater stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I'm not a, I don't like well, you know, water. So for you listeners. Especially you, like sharks and For you listeners, things. you know how like everybody... Everybody kind of has that experience of uh, seeing an underwater scene, somebody's drowning or whatever, and or even just swimming for, in the, you know, being underwater for a long time. You want to hold your breath. Susan has that to a detrimental amount. Like she really, really can't help herself holding her breath during these things. So it really right. Messes it's just with not her. in like Brutus and stuff. They're like more scary and stuff like where that whole thing Bruce like. The shark from Bruce, Nemo? yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. What did I say, Brutus? Brutus, yeah. No, I was Sorry, that's the Crocodile and Rescuers. Right. And rescuers. <laughs> um, it's Brucey. Brutus, when he like nope. initially pops up. Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You'll get it one of these times. It's 11.10 right now. Yes. Um, Bruce. Brucey. Has the jump scare mm-hmm. in that movie. Oh, that part that I'm talking about where he like pops through the porthole? No, like literally the first time you see him, he's like, you're looking at Dory or somebody and then all of a sudden. No, he like slowly creeps up on them and then like smiles. It's a jump scare. Okay. All right. That's fine. Um, So you don't like Nemo because of the underwater stuff? Yeah, it's just too realistic. Right. Like it's very realistic looking. Anyway, so Shark Tale. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it a lot more because it's way less realistic looking. It looks like, like crap. It looks like a cartoon type <laughs> thing instead. And so like a horrible I liked cartoon. It 
better. And I also liked the happiness of the characters. Like they're all very upbeat, yeah. It's a pretty upbeat show, even though the plot's kind of (laughs) dumb. It's really dumb. Um, We watched it, like like we said, we watched it in preparation for this, and I realized how bad the movie was. Um, As a kid, I really, really liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, But watching it today, I was like, well, that whole thing is all about gay people, which (laughs) I'm not happy about. And then it just was kind of... Like the moral of it wasn't good because the guy that did the bad thing ended up getting everything he wanted at the end. And didn't have any repercussions. Yeah, there was no bad repercussions. There were only good ones. Right. The There's a lot of movies where somebody is not a great person and does something bad or lies to everyone and that that's the way that they get everything that they want. And then they get all of that taken away from them or... You know, they're like, well, I was missing out on the things that are really important. And so they give it all up and then they're really happy at the end. Right. But there's like some struggle during the the third right, act. And they actually change into a good person. Whereas Will Smith's character, Oscar, Oscar, in this particular movie, he never is a likable person. Nope. It's always a horrible person. The whole time. He's a very self-centered jerk. I think if... Uh, if the the girl Renee Zellweger's character had the guts, um, the gills, as this movie would probably say, uh, <laughs> to tell Will Smith's character that she liked him, then this whole movie would have been like he. I guess he w- still would have wanted that penthouse, but character wise, he would have been in the same spot, and we could have avoided this whole movie. Do you know what I mean? Because that's all that really happened. If she said she liked him, though, he might have still bet the money, which did get him in the place he was in. <sighs> yeah. Cause, I, I mean, I don't think it was going to change him completely from being a loser. No, no, no. I'm uh, like the only like he realized that like they're together at the end. And that's kind of all of his character development. True. I don't know. And, and I guess he, he did realize that maybe maybe if she said that in the beginning, like he would have just kind of blown her off because uh, or like continue to aggressively friend zone her because like anytime she said anything she's like oh you're my best friend right <laughs> it's incredible one of the best uh, the obviously the whale poo line is mm-hmm. very quotable um but the... your delivery is way better than <laughs> the delivery in the movie and it's really disappointing <laughs> when you actually watch it and then because he's not angry because he's he's just kind of like yeah, there's this, there's that, and then I thought they pulled out the food chain multiple times in that movie, Mm-mm. and so Apparently it's not. really like we watched it, and I was like, I just feel like there's a couple things missing. Hmm. So Why do I feel like you're right. I just I'm like I just like, I don't feel like I'm quoting that wrong. So I just I don't know. Interesting. But it wasn't in whatever we watched today. Right. Um. What oh, was I side note. Say? Side note. Nemo came out the year before Shark Tale, and that's why it gets. Uh, compared oh, okay. to it so often because if they came right. out like years apart i don't think that oh, would i knew be it was so around much. the time like all of our friends loved nemo especially um our neighbor over here like, right so um and you were it the was only just one a big deal <laughs> like shark at the time. Tank. we actually watched nemo at the schallenberger's house uh-huh. and that was like the only time we were ever in their house in the like four years that we played with them every single day that's crazy so it was interesting it was like a big deal anyway the best part of this movie is there's a little shrimp. Oh, yeah. I actually did like this shrimp. You might have to splice in what we did the first time we tried recording this because I don't think I can do it again. <laughs> it was just funny. Um, but okay, here that is. Okay. 
<laughs> just, I just need to go home and take care of my little friend. It's very, that part is cute and funny. <laughs> I have it for the most part, I think. <laughs> and he just loves me so much that I, you know, I have all he has. And I just want him to grow up and be a good kid and go to college and whatever else he says. Please don't. Please be the good person. <laughs> please don't. Please don't eat me. <laughs> You're a good person. Say hello to my little friends. Yeah, that that one wasn't as good. That part, it wasn't. no. But him like begging for his life. Please, I just have this old song story. Please. <laughs> there, I put it in. <laughs> um, and then uh, the the other thing that I liked totally skipped my brain because I went with the shrimp first. Was any of it funny? I like the Godfather stuff. Like all those references were pretty good, and it's actually like they used that whole Italian mob thing pretty well. Even though it's even though it's a parody, they still like kind of also treated it like it was serious. Does that make sense? So it wasn't mm-hmm. like yeah, other, it wasn't like yeah, like uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Th- not Prince of Thieves, the Men in Tights. Men in Tights just has like one scene where they talk to a guy who's supposed to be the Godfather and just he just spouts all these Godfather references throughout the whole scene. And it's hilarious, but he's not a character. It's a sketch inside of the movie. And it's the same thing with Zootopia. It's just a scene where somebody's the Godfather and it's a sketch. This movie has an entire like cast of characters with all with like godfather trappings on them and it all works Mm -hmm. so that's something that i liked about the movie Uh, i did remember so uh, one of my other favorite things in this movie is there's a scene where zellweger Mm -hmm. so he said uh character the girl that's actually a good person the girlfriend she's the only good person finds out the truth Mm mm-hmm which also could have been a good, a better scene because, like, that should have like blown her mind when she's when Lenny is like telling her. But no, he just walks in and she's just like, "I know everything." Like, great, it's, all the emotional weight of that is gone at this point. You're not even mad about it. It just kind of she's not even emotional about it. Sorry, go ahead. And she turns around and faces the camera away from Will Smith's character, Oscar, and. She's very frustrated and she's like, I just want to take his little head. And she like pretends like she has his little head and then she like pounds her fist into it a bunch of times. I just always thought that was funny. Because wow. I can, it's every once in a while, like, I, I understand that emotion. <laughs> I just want to take his little head. <laughs> uh, okay, two standout, two other standouts. The, the shrimp going, You're a good person. Which, You're a good person. <laughs> it's it's really good and the that's a good one and a bad one is will smith doing hammer time or whatever you dinner, can't touch dinner, this dinner, yeah dinner dinner can't, can't touch this. this will smith time or whatever he says oscar time and you're just like why why is this in the movie why are they you doing do a this lot of that. you're you you know that Lenny hates the taste of fish and is going to. You should know that he's going to puke. Like it should have been part of the plan that you that Lenny gets the girlfriend and they book it out of there because Lenny's going to puke if he has a fish in his mouth for too long. Right. Hello, anybody home, McFly? It's dumb. Like these characters are so dumb. That's what. That's why I didn't like. That. But uh, so I'm sorry. I didn't like. I didn't like your movie. I didn't like it as much as I thought I did myself. It's, so it's so disappointing. Shall Hence we move why on? this is a six-movie episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on 
Tarzan. I showed this movie to Susan and another movie where I'm like, the music is amazing. Everyone says that the music is amazing. Love the music. And also like uh, my, it's two of my favorite characters as a kid, Tarzan, Spider-Man, both swinging from vines, swinging from webs, climbing stuff, you know. Swinging, climbing, saving the dame. Yep. It's all, it's all kind of there. He's basically jungle Spider-Man and it's great. Uh, a human. <clears throat> and this, Sure. Oh, oh. I think in in all of the other versions, maybe even in this a little bit, because he beats a a like a cheetah or a leopard or whatever. He's very he's a superhero. Like in in the the book, the my favorite part is him protecting Jane from uh like the son of Kerchak, and he like gets him in a in a wrestling hold, and it's some some kind of hold that like if he squeezes a little bit more it'll actually break the 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 gorilla's neck and it's just like he's just as strong as a gorilla which is insane and right it's a super epic part because he's saving jane like like you said saving the damsel in distress it's great Mm -hmm. i don't know what else to really say about this movie uh i love the songs and i love tarzan and it's great the tarzan yell has never really been topped other this is the best tarzan yell ever (laughs) <laughs> and it's great. I don't know, <laughs> but it really didn't uh, hit you the right way. Oh, it was fine. I'm. I think it's a guy movie because I think the ones that really like it are usually guys. Yeah, I think I, my sisters I mean, liked it, but that's probably because you liked it. Yeah. So, um, this movie scared me as a kid because mm-hmm. of when what's his name dies. Uh, Clayton. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you never noticed him like hanging there either. That's true because I would usually close my eyes. Okay, okay, yeah. There's there's a shadow that's it's super dark, like uh, not <laughs> emotionally dark. Uh, that you can actually see Clayton when he dies is like hanging from that vine, and the mm-hmm. the lightning just for a second you can see it, and it's like I I didn't see that until I was an adult. Right, and I mean I didn't even try. Like that whole scene is just way it was way too dramatic for mm-hmm. me. I was very sensitive <laughs> to that stuff as a kid, obviously. Yeah. I mean, um, you're still kind of sensitive to a lot of that stuff, I feel. Yeah, I am. Yeah. But not as bad as right. that. Like, when we watched it, I was just like, okay, this wasn't as bad as I was expecting it to be because right. well, what because I remember you have as a, a kid. better grasp on reality now, but. Yeah, so. Just still don't like creepy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't have, I mean, the music is whatever. Mm-hmm. It's really weird because I'm a music person and I'm not a music person. People usually talk about soundtracks in movies and I'm just like, I didn't even notice there was music. So that's... Oh, but you're talking that about... That was my experience with Tarzan. Wait. Are you talking about the the pop music or the like the the musical, like stage musical type of songs that people, characters sing? Or are you talking about like the background I'm score? I'm talking more the background score okay. when it's not a musical. Okay. Um, hmm. Because, so like you really like Tarzan, a lot of people like Tarzan music, but it's not a musical. Like it's just music in the background. It's, yeah, it's basically a lot of montages. Right. So I don't notice the music for that because it's not a musical. Like that's just mm. how, that's just how it is for me. So montages just kind of wash over you and you don't really. Yeah, I'm just watching it. I'm not listening to it because okay. the music doesn't, isn't playing a part. It's not telling a story to me. Right. It probably should be. But it's not like something I'm 
paying that close attention to. Whereas usually if a character's singing it, like Timon and Puma for the sex the scene, <laughs> uh-huh. they're Not telling a, a story right. with their song, even though it's kind of like a montage, mm-hmm. but it's also a musical and they're telling a story with it. And because they're singing it, I know to pay attention to what they're saying. Gotcha. That's interesting. Because you that means that you missed, um, oh, my favorite song in the whole thing. Um, I'll look it up, but it, uh, Strangers Like Me. That that song is like an internal monologue that Tarzan is having, basically. it's Some of it is like a little bit over-explained because he's like, you know, talking about the way that he feels when he's with her and stuff. But it, I don't know, it, it, but it also kind of goes beyond that, saying that, you know, he he wants to show her his world and he wants to know more about her world and... Right, but then like I don't even have, I don't that. have any recollection of any song right. being in Tarzan. I know that a lot of people like the soundtrack of Tarzan, but mm-hmm. I don't remember. Like, yeah, it's that great. doesn't hit Strange. me at I, all. I, this is another another one where I'm just walking around like vacuuming and singing "Strangers Like Me," <laughs> you know, to myself because nobody can Driving hear me. That's great. Lift singing along. Uh huh. Um. So yeah, like, so I literally don't have an opinion on the soundtrack because I don't remember it. Do you know, are you familiar with any of Phil Collins's music at all? No? I mean. You've heard them because you've right. seen Tarzan, but that's it. I mean, okay. I don't. All right. I, I just even, didn't know if you had paid attention to it outside. I don't even know outside. who Phil Collins is. Like, okay, I can not even. <laughs> uh, very famous guy. I want to say I pop mean, artist, but. the name but, sounds you know, familiar, but. Rock star. Like, I, there's like two soundtracks that are not musicals that I know, and that would be Prince Caspian and Pride and Prejudice. That's it. Right, because you like actively went out and listened to those outside of went the out movie. And bought them, right. yes, and listened wow. to them. Wow, so. wow, crazy. Okay, well there you go, Tarzan, one of my favorite movies. Kind of just washed over Susan. Uh, <laughs> I mean, sadly, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't hate it. It right. wasn't like Indian in the cupboard or anything. Right. It was, I mean, I so, enjoyed myself watching. It wasn't like right. I was ready to jump out a window, as like you were saying. <laughs> right. Um. What you weren't singing? <laughs> you weren't singing the the muffin song. For anybody who doesn't know, just look it up. I'm not going to sing it. Uh, <laughs> the Emperor's New Groove. The Emperor's New Groove was one of my favorite movies as a kid. Mm-hmm. And we watched it. And oh, I this s- is Susan's suggestion, by yeah, the way. Yeah, this is this my Susan's movie. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we watched it relatively recently. Sure. Within the, last, the same like, time year. that we watched Tarzan. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> and I still love this movie. Mm-hmm. I think this movie is great. This would be a highly recommended movie um, for me. Do you think it's hilarious? It's so hard to define hilarious for me because I don't laugh, <sighs> but I think it's funny. Uh huh. Okay. I might smile. Okay. It's just I I don't know how, I don't know how to answer that question. Uh, laugh humor for me is is a complicated issue. But anyway. So you're you're like you're like a a Japanese person watching a piece of entertainment. Like you'll clap at the end but you're not like laughing or whooping or cheering it takes or anything. It's a lot to actually make me laugh. Right. Unless I just ate a huge dinner and I'm sitting there with my dad and we're talking. Right. Like people can make you laugh but not right. movies so much. Right. It's very hard for me to actually laugh at something. So if it does then like wow. Right. It must have been funny. I feel like you've said that there was something that made you laugh out loud in a movie and I don't remember what it yeah, was. I don't and I should have written it down. I'm kicking myself now. Yeah. Um I love the character development in this movie. Mhm. Um I, I was talking about that a little bit earlier with you off off mic that right. when we were trying to come up with six movies to talk about that that was kind of 
it's the opposite of of Shark Tale, where he's a terrible person and is still a terrible person at the end. Cusco is a horrible person, and through his like suffering as a uh, llama throughout the entire mm-hmm. movie, I guess we're kind of assuming that you guys know the rest. Of, we stopped doing uh, synopsis synopses. Right. I mean, most of these movies have been out for a really long time. Yeah. Like all of them that yeah. we were talking about. So it's like, if you haven't seen it, sorry. I mean, if you have, that's great too. Uh, I guess I can give like... Um, we didn't really spoil much of <laughs> certain ones either. Right. So the Emperor's New Groove is like this like Aztec emperor and he wants to build a like a theme park. A vacation home. On on somebody else's uh, hill. hill. And it's Which like is where the, they live on top of it. Right. It's like... The, the village. What's what's like a Pacha? Pacha's Pacha. name. Pacha's like family, like ancient family house, basically. Like for generations, his, his family has lived on this hill. Mm-hmm. And the emperor when the sun Cusco hits it just right. It just sings. Uh, Cusco just wants to build a vacation house there, and then Isma like turns him into a llama, and then they go on an adventure trying. Isma's trying to kill him because he fires Isma. As her, his, his like right hand woman or whatever, like advisor. Because she vizier. was trying to take over his job. Right. Uh huh. Okay. And then he learns his lesson with Pacha. And it's a, it's kind of like a buddy road movie trying and to get back to the palace. At the end, he goes, You lied to me. What are you talking about? I went all around that hill and I did not hear any singing. <laughs> so I'm going to have to build my summer home somewhere else. Mm hmm. Yeah, he's still like kind of playing the part of. I heard there's being some good jerk, music but... on the hill next to ours. But of course, he's not. He actually decides not to do it at the end. Right, he's so, being nice. Right. Um. Still keeping the morals up good. The act. Uh, there's some fun quotable lines like, "Is that my voice? Is, Is that, that my, my voice? voice? Oh well." <laughs> um. Cronk, pull the lever. Pull the lever, Cronk. Right. Wrong lever. Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> Why does she even have that lever? Squeak, when they come out with an squeak, alligator. Squeak, squeaker. Yes. That um, whole thing's pretty good. I'm not going to drop it, you fool. I'm going, going to, to drink it. it. And when I turn back into my beautiful self, <laughs> I'm going to kill you. Fun fact. Yzma's the ugly. lady who plays Yzma oh. is Catwoman in the old Batman show. With mm-hmm. Adam West and Burt Ward, one of the three actresses that plays Catwoman, and she's actually my favorite one. Wow, and she's the one who sings uh, "Santa Baby," the old, the old version. Interesting and horrible. When I was going <laughs> to say, she has a very nasally voice naturally, mm-hmm. so that explains a lot. Yeah, uh, Eartha Kitt. Yeah, that sounds accurate. Okay. I, I'm I'm making sure because I, I know Eartha Kitt sang that, and I'm like ninety percent sure that she, dude, she's in this movie called Boomerang, and she she looks like Isma, like it's kind of she creepy. can look like Isma, yeah, it's, like mm-hmm. yeah, it's I don't know, just like the what, guy who plays Kronk looks like Kronk, yeah, like I guess they, they definitely do the characters to match who, right? But some like they're but most of them have like a different skin color because of the they're all supposed to be like Mayans or whatever and then Yzma sure just looks horrible. Are you just our great aunt? Oh yeah. Because you look more like our great 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 Okay great, okay okay. Are you through <laughs> great great aunt? <laughs> That's really good. 
the kid um, talking easy. There's a lot of fun quotable lines that I just grew up quoting from that movie. It's, it's just very entertaining. There's this creepy spider uh, moment Is that I always hated. It's kind of like the shrimp where it's like, help me, help me. Oh and then the spider comes and eats him. Okay. <laughs> in this case, it's like a fly or something. Okay. And that's in the, when he's in the creepy woods oh, by mm-hmm. himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the they make fun of certain plot holes that they have so um they f- they have this fight over this canyon uh Yzma and Kronk versus Pacha and Cusco and they're trying to get back to the palace so they can get the potion to turn him back into a human and they have this fight and Yzma and Kronk fall to their demise at least so it seems and then Cusco oh, yeah. and Pacha get to the lair and they get the they're looking for the human potion and then there's Yzma and Kronk going, looking for this. And they all just kind of break the fourth wall and look at the camera and go, how is this possible? How did they get back so fast? And then Kronk pulls down this little parchment and goes, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but like, if you look at... <laughs> if you look at the route that we had like, to have like, taken. Like, it doesn't... I don't know. And then he puts it back up and then the scene resumes, you know? Like, right. Didn't didn't they travel like by that? map before that though? Oh yeah, there's multiple. Yeah, it's the map literally yeah. that they had been drawing on the whole time, <laughs> right. on them running to the thing. Yeah, so it's just fun. I, it's very lighthearted, but it also teaches a good lesson. And like we said, the character development is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it has Kronk in it, so what's Kronk. not to like? The emperor needs his drink. Right. Oh. Right. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find the actual. For a guy like, who had never really seen this movie, you know how to quote it pretty good. Thanks. Uh, why is this not on here? Well, the the one that people always, another one that people quote a lot is the 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 where's the the poison the the Cusco's poison whatever he's like right the poison for Cusco the poison specially made for Cusco Cusco's poison right. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. just like do you have it or not mm-hmm. highly recommend yeah i actually recommended this too it wasn't as funny as i thought it was should have been was going to be but beware of the groove it sounds a, like piglet or pooh bear oh yeah uh-huh. i'm a bad llama who's a, who's a bad llama? so yeah lots of good things in this one what are you doing now I'm just, lo- <laughs> I'm just looking at quotes now mm-hmm. okay that's it Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, hopefully, this was better than the other. I don't know. Uh, it's definitely better, I guarantee you. Okay. All right. Good. Good. Susan thinks it's better, so it'll be better. Thank you to Troy for... What am I doing? You're you're supposed to be doing this. You do it. I did it last time. <laughs> Thank you for Troy. Thank you for Troy to being a patron. Thank you, God, for Troy for being a patron. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear what I said? Yes. You used all the wrong prepositions. Good job. Oh, boy, I used the right ones, just in the wrong just spot. Just in the wrong order. Mm-hmm. Thank you to Troy for being a patron. Please follow us. Patreon.com at Gabe in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Gabe in the Box. Thank you to Troy I, for being a patron. I think we will probably cut all of this out and try again. <laughs> um, we're sick with the original. <laughs> Did I talk about the... Yeah, okay. I don't um, know. Did you talk about the... Where can yeah. they find you? <laughs> at Game in the Box on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you care to find me. Uh, you can also follow the Bargain Bin on Instagram. Uh, I post all of the Instagram. Yeah, I post all of the uh, like thumbnails that I that I put up and only show up in some apps. It's really kind of depressing. Uh, there's also a 
at Bargain Bin uh, Twitter account, so you can follow that as well. Sometimes I'll tweet polls and stuff. I feel like there was a poll from last time, but uh, we can't <laughs> we'll have to look it into it. And, to uh, maybe we'll actually say the results. Where can they find you? It might have been whether or not I was supposed to go on Match.com. Did we mention that? Oh, dear. Oh, dear. But that might have also been like a lost episode, so we don't know. That's possible. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're such a mess. We lost, We yeah, new equipment. Yeah. We're still learning. Yeah. Where can they find you? Only on Twitter, at Prov31Susan. And I'm just going to point out that that's not true anymore. You can also find her on Match, but she doesn't have <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> Uh Thank you again for listening, and until next time, bye-bye. bye-bye. There's whale poo. And then there's you. <laughs>